Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today's episode number 664. It is Friday, September 21st. Moment of silence, you guys. We made it to Friday. I know you guys love this day of the week. It's Meet My Friend Friday. And today you're going to meet a friend that you've already met before, but I couldn't change the name of the podcast. My friend Gwen Smith is going to come on and we're going to talk about all things strong and brave. So if you need some encouragement, if you just need to have your soul lifted up, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So you guys know that today is Friday the 21st, but what you may not remember is that I am on my way to Houston right now, and I'm going to be speaking for the MomStrong Conference tomorrow, tomorrow, September 22nd. You can still get tickets for that. You can also get tickets at the door. We would like to know, though, uh, ahead of time, because that helps us get your lunch there. So if you want to come and make sure that you have lunch, it's a lot easier if you register in advance. But I'm so excited to be in Houston. My whole family is with me, and we're going to be uh, lifting up the name of the Lord Jesus in worship. We're going to be studying his word. The theme of the MomStrong Conference this year is uh, the miraculous power of following Jesus. And so what does it mean when we yield our lives to the healing touch of the Savior? It means that he doesn't leave us where he finds us. He changes us into the likeness of of Jesus Christ. And that's really what we want. And that's one of the things that I love uh, about my guest today. Gwen Smith is on the podcast with me. She's been on the podcast before for the release of her last book, I Want It All. But Gwen, I love her. She's a popular conference speaker. Uh, she's a worship leader. She's got her own podcast now, which we'll talk about uh, in a little bit. She says that she's been married to her hunky college honey, Brad, for 25 years and they are the tired parents to three tall, competitive sport playing young people who keep them on their toes and on their knees. Everybody, welcome Gwen Smith to the podcast. Gwen, I'm so glad you're back, girl. Heidi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. You are welcome. So I'm really, I'm very honored that you're here because it's launch week for Prayers for the Battlefield. And so we, you know, our staff kind of went through who would we really like to have on during Launch week, and your name came up right away because of your uh, grace-filled life and because of your ability to really um, encourage women onto the battlefield, but to be uh, brave and strong and encouraged because we know that God's got this. And that kind of seems like that's the theme of your podcast, uh, Graceology, yeah? Totally, because we do not, I think that sometimes we get uh, freaked out in faith (laughs) and in life. Yeah, to be honest, right? Right. And our fears and our failings and our all of our tremblings can just shake us to the core. But the fact of the matter is, our God is not weak, and mm-hmm. and He empowers us and gives us access to His strength twenty four seven. And so it is a call to rise up and to step forward into grace. I love the picture that the that the Word of God paints for us in in Psalm one thirty nine, where it mm-hmm. says, "Where can I flee from your presence? You know, where can I go?" that you aren't there. It, it, he goes yeah. before us. And so yeah. because of that, we can, we can rise up and be strong. And and I'm so proud of you for what you're doing. I'm so proud of you for prayers for the battlefield, because this is an equipping book and that's, that's what we need. So we need so it. Kudos to you. <laughs> well, thank, well, thank you. I am, as you well know, uh, I am just, I'm in like full on warrior mode. <laughs> You're a a battle girl. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a scrapper, I think, maybe. Uh, But I want to just, I I feel like sometimes we forget that we are daughters of the king. 
Like we are, we don't need to be afraid. We are daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And the Bible says that one day the Lord's going to return and settle the score. And so in the meantime, we get to get onto the battlefield and walk in the way that God wants us to walk. But man, uh, I think what would happen, Gwen? I mean, what would happen if the women and the men, there are lots of men who listen to this podcast. I keep hearing from uh, women who are saying, please talk to the guys more because it's not just women. You're listening, <laughs> but I think what would happen if we 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 actually believed that we are who God says we are? I think it's it's life changing. It is. In fact, that's one of the things that you were just mentioning in the intro about your conference is that you know we go before the one who's a life changer, and that is that is the truth of the matter. If we stepped into the truth of what God's word says. We are going to be empowered and and prepared for the battle on so many layers. And that's why I'm so excited about the content of Prayers for the Battlefield and what you're offering women. Um, and I really resonated, um, since we're going to talk about this today, with your your prayer in that chapter about be, be strong and brave, just this mm-hmm. prayer for the mom who needs courage. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I do too. And once we ask the Lord for it, I think we ask and we, we believe that it's available to us, right? Yeah. And it's funny because I'm thinking through, it's been about two years or so since you and I last talked with your online, uh, with your podcast community. And in those two years, a lot of stuff has happened. So much water under the bridge, uh, globally, nationally, yeah. uh, with legislation like you and I were discussing earlier, but then also personally, but with your life, with my life, we are you know, we're sisters and we're friends in real life. And, and so I have a glimpse at the struggles you face. You have a glimpse of mine, but one thing in particular that was a major battle uh, for me was that, you know, a year and a half ago, my house and during a major, major storm in North Carolina got struck by lightning, caught fire and um, was severely damaged to the point of 70% of the structural of the foundation. And so we were displaced as a family for about about eight months and had to go into renovation mode. And Mm. it was bananas because life doesn't slow down for these type of complications. And it can be so daunting. And I'm telling you what, in that time, I had days where my exhaustion was was maxed out, where I felt like I I was weary of being weary. It was so, it was just, it was it seemed so surreal and yet it was smacking me in the face every minute. So I knew the sting and the pain was very real. Mm-hmm. And so I know that even as there's women listening to this and men, okay, we've established that, <laughs> um, that, that a lot of us are like, you know what? I'm feeling that. So when we talk about bravery or courage, it's like, okay, yeah, but I feel like the warrior who wants to run run into the place of refuge and, and forget that there's a battle. I just want to sit and, and, you know, cry for a while. And that's okay too. But I, it's okay too. Trust me. I cried a lot. (laughs) Dude, that was crazy. I I remembered you posting. I think I saw, uh, I, I got tagged in this video of you standing out in front of your house, watching your house burning. I mean, what, I, that's never happened to me. I mean, what were what were you thinking in that moment? Were you like, holy moly? Were you thinking I should run back into the house and get something? Or were you like, no? I mean, I've always wondered what do people what do people think? What were you thinking? Uh, well, the, here's the deal. I was actually it was so funny. I was getting ready to go online for. Uh, I was actually online after we got struck by lightning 
because I didn't think the house was on fire. And I was talking about my Bible study, which was supposed to start like a couple days after that, this online <laughs> Bible study. And so I was, I, of course, of course. And so I was on Facebook Live talking about it on my public page. And then all of a sudden I started smelling smoke. And so I'm like, um, I think the house is on fire. And I went offline. And then I, you know, so what do you think about the you're literally doing a Facebook Live while your house is catching fire. Yeah, I did. I, that's, yeah, that's that's my worst nightmare. You're, you're living it. <laughs> it's true. But what happened after that is God gave me clarity, Heidi, that I just praise Him for because I literally, I screamed, "I smell smoke!" And my husband had already um, addressed it. He was already on the phone with the fire department. My my one son was home, and he came running over and he said, "Dad's on the phone with the fire department." And I said, "Okay." And then I had like this direct line. It was like Jesus said, "Here's what you need to do." Because then my husband comes running in. We meet in the center of the house, and I said, "You guys, you get Hunter, get the dogs out right now." And I looked at Brad and I said, "You guys get the cars out, get the cars out of the yep. the garage and move them away. I will get all of the computers and we'll meet outside." That's all we had time for. And it's crazy. It was. It was. So when I got outside, I handed, it was, of course, still pouring rain. And all of my neighborhood is like gathering around the house looking as Dude, all of the fire. what is up with North Carolina's weather lately? What <laughs> girl, in the world? Girl. Your house gets struck by lightning. It's, you know, hurricane. Yeah, we got some business. <laughs> but it's beautiful <laughs> most other days. Something's going on. <laughs> but as we stood across the street, I started to do a group text to my siblings because I'm a... I'm the middle of five kids and we're very close. We text all the time, my mom into, included. And yeah. I literally started a group text to say, pray. And then I'm like, no, I, I have to get more people praying. And so I had just been on Facebook Live. So I literally went on my personal page and I was just like, I just started the Facebook Live. That's what, what because I was like, how can I get the most people praying? That's what I saw. Fast? Yeah, that's what I saw. That's it. And so it was just in the moment, I'm like, okay, that's how we can mobilize prayer. So that was my purpose. And it was not to like have this entertainment moment for people while my house is burning down. Right. (laughs) But, (laughs) but anyway, through that, God taught me so many lessons and he's still teaching me every single day. And, and, and trust me, I don't stand as some a fictional Wonder Woman, like in that incredible movie that came out last year, which I adore. I loved it. Um, Me too. Oh my gosh. It was so incredible. But if we're talking about prayers for the battlefield, what a picture that, that movie was epic. And my favorite, let's just talk about that for a minute. That my favorite part of that movie is when Diana Prince, uh, you know, is in the bunker, but she's actually there as Wonder Woman. And she's, she's walking through and she's seeing all of the harm, all of the destruction. She's hearing about from a, a woman who's holding a small child saying that her, her village had been decimated and she's getting angry. At, mm-hmm. at the what's happening in the battle. She is livid and she wants to go to the front lines. And there was a ladder and she, and, and the ladder was called, it was like a, a ground zero. There was no one who could go up that ladder and live. Uh, and, and, and she just wanted, she just was like, dude, we're doing this. And she, it's so incredible. I loved she it. Climbs the ladder and she starts it. She holds her shield up and she starts to not walk toward the enemy, but run. And mm-hmm. it is such an incredible picture of power. And then what we see is that those around her in the bunker, you want to talk about courage. They were emboldened because she had the guts to go face on the enemy right and not not even walk but run Mm -hmm. and then what is so cool is that her courage shielded and her her shield became um, a point of deflection for those who came behind her 
Yep. And she took some of the fire for them. And, and it is just such a picture of the battlefield. So whether you feel mm-hmm. like you're in the bunker, not wanting to climb up the ladder, or you're like, bring it because I know that, that I am equipped and able in Christ, then it's like, I draw so much firepower just from seeing epic things like that. And I from the too. word of God, of course. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of Billy Graham said that right a long time ago. He said that when one man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. And it's true. You know, it's true. It's the the question is, is just who's going to get out there and lead the charge? Who's going to get out there and say, you know what? I believe I am who God says I am. So much of our struggles right now, I think they come from, it's like we're having an identity crisis. You know, like we forgot that we serve the one who's actually going to win this thing. We're on the winning side. And, and I think we let sort of fear, you know, you know, I've talked about this before, but we can sort of let fear get in the way. And I remember my grandmother used to say to me, you know, Heidi, you can do anything. Just do it afraid. Just do it afraid, mm. you know, get out there and, and let the Lord uh, take you where he wants to take you and trust that he's, he's got it. Like the Lord's yes. got this thing. And I love that because it gives us permission to, to really like just rise up and become the men and women that God calls us to be not in our strength, but in his strength. Totally. So amazing. I mean, look at the, look at the story of Esther. You think she wasn't afraid? Are you kidding me? Right. That's right. Whole, you want to see courage in the scriptures. Go back and read Esther. It's amazing. But we do have the power to, to face our fears with faith by choosing to. And I wrote about that in, in I Want It All, my yes. most recent book. And I said it this way. I said, I want to be brave like Esther. I said, I want to live with so much God courage that I don't go soft when life gets hard. Mm. Oh, I love that. Well, and that's, that's, and you nailed it too. It's God courage, right? It's not human courage. It has to, it has to be supernatural, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I'm a practical girl. Um, (laughs) I'm all about like, (laughs) help me put like a hammer, you know, help me put a hammer in my hand so I can, I can feel equipped. So um, actually in that same chapter in my book, I want it all. I actually wrote an acronym that can be helpful to your listeners to rise up in courage. Let's hear it. Okay, here it is. So when we feel like we're just struggling to stand firm in faith, I say, um, our, when our knees knock, we need to kneel. So there's our, when I, when our knees knock, we need to kneel. Now I'm going to add an extra E. So it's, it's, so it's, I'm adding Southern. See, I live in North Carolina. That is true. You got to add the Southern. So, bless your heart. So we're going to, yes, bless your heart. We're going <laughs> to kneel. And so it's the K stands for know him. Mm. The N for notify my heart to my enemies and my girlfriends. I'll, I'll unpack these just in a, in a second. E, the first E is express the mess. So let's be real with God. The second E is exchange my will for God's will. And then the third E, because there's three, you know, in the Southern version right. is expand, <laughs> of course. Yeah, y'all <laughs> uh, expand my heart in worship. And then the L is learn the word. So when your knees knock, kneel. So know him is that that first section is generally, I don't trust someone who I don't know. So let's be real when we're over, you know, we have to remember who God is exactly Mm -hmm. what you were just saying. And, and it was even in the, um, in the old Testament, Jeremiah, who of course we know is the weeping prophet. Mm -hmm. Uh, he said, it'd be a drag to be him. (laughs) I know the poor guy. He did not have it easy. Couldn't couldn't catch a break. (laughs) Seriously. He was, he was so filled with lament. He wrote a book about it. Right. I know, but in in Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24, he says this, he says, thus saith the Lord, 
Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let mm-hmm. not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Mm. So the first step when your knees knock is you got to kneel. Yep. And uh, so the first step is is the K is know him. That that next step is notify. So we have to notify our hearts. So we have to speak to ourselves just like the psalmist did, mm-hmm. and be like, um, yeah, check it out. This is this is the truth because our emotions we know are big fat liars. Right. So many of the, so many of our moments. Well, um, we also have to notify our enemy. Yeah. The truth, right? Right. I mean, it's it's what Jesus did, right? Yep. Well, it's so speaking truth. It's like you you speak it. It's like that when I see notify, I'm just like, dude, that's a uh, that's John Luther, right? And the you know banging up those theses onto the wall. He's like, this is what <laughs> this is what's going on. I you guys are on notice. Like this is what the word says, and I'm going to speak it. I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna think it. I'm going to speak it, and then you put the enemy on notice, right? Absolutely. That's exactly what it's, it's about. And just think about his luther's the courage that it must have taken oh. to oppose the 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 roman catholic church and what was what was taking place and for him to say y'all i am not reading that in the word of god no. this is what i see and 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 it was incredible and so we don't not only notify our own heart to say uh get real sister we need to move forward in his power we notify the enemy and say it is written and we use scripture on, yep. as a weapon which is what jesus warfare. did yep Exactly. And then we notify our girlfriends. We need prayer partners. Uh, so you and I do this. Yeah, exactly. Holla. <laughs> we need to. We have to depend on ourselves. We're, we're to, to bear one another's burdens and, and, and really just be there because there is great, there's great power in, in when we, when we go with each other and intercede yeah. on each other on behalf of each other. So there we go. When our knees knock, we kneel, we know him, we, uh, we express, notify. We notify. Thank you. K and then E express the mess. So that's just being honest with God. I mean, David was so beautifully. He he's so beautifully depicted that, right? Yes. He's like, I'm so stressed, God. Yeah. Why is everything so horrible? Um, that's why we why love David. He keeps it real. <laughs> David keeps it real. And he's just like I, we are, like the up, the the way high, high, and the really low, low. You know, like God, why have you forsaken me? I praise you because I'm fearfully wonderful. Where did you go? You know, I mean, just he just <laughs> he he just uh, he expresses the human condition so beautifully and so honestly, uh, which I think why the Psalms are so precious. I adore him. Yeah, what? it's it's totally true. I can. And, and he was a murderer. What? I mean, what what, I know. what the heck? I mean, really? There, I know. David had some pretty, you know, some. Some pretty so significant Moses. issues. Yeah, Moses. T- I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and God like, used step it. Into, I know. Step into our humanity. I'm right there right because there. I am as fallen and messy as anybody. Yeah. And so I'm going to express it. I'm going to be honest with God. And then the next step is when our knees, uh, you know, knees are knocking, is to e expand my heart. So mm. this is just about stepping into worship and gratitude and thanks. Mm. There's so much power in not fixating on my problems, yeah. but instead, you know, t- doing that pivot to praise. Yes. Even if you don't feel like it. Yeah. I love so, that. You know, that's, that's the next the, step. Then there's the L because I'm uh, okay. Go ahead. Well, no, go I, ahead. Love the, I love the word pivot. I love that you use that because that's kind of what we have to do. Right. Because I don't it think it's, I don't think it's what our flesh wants. I mean, certainly I no. mean, I can, just, <laughs> I can just speak for myself, but I could, you know, people always say, how you doing? And I usually will say, 
well, you know, I'm doing good, but I'll uh, I could com- I'll complain if you let me. <laughs> you know? I think love our, to wallow. Yeah, we li- we kind of like it, and you really do have to have to pivot. You have to go. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, how many times do we tell our kids that? How many times do we say, "Listen, your altitude today is going to depend on your attitude." So you're going to get to choose. Now you can choose the high road or the low road. <laughs> Uh, but either way, you're, it's your choice. And I love that you're saying that because you're, you put the onus back on the person to say, you got to pivot. Yeah. Whatever your situation, you pivot to praise. We choose because we're choosing that, right? We're going to, it's yeah. a choice. Well, that's, we're going all Chuck Swindoll on me. Remember he woo, said woo. that life is, is, is 10% of, of what happens to you in life and 90% of what you how do, you respond. How you respond. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Chuck, so, I didn't, didn't know that. Use, that, that was Chuck Swindoll. I'm that. sure that it's been said a million times over. The, there's nothing new under the sun, don't no, you know? No, no. Um, <laughs> but um, I think you probably also love pivot because didn't you play basketball like I did? You know what? I play. I was terrible at basketball. I ended up being a cheerleader. Oh. I did. That's, <laughs> okay. that's kind of how I broke my back, too. Doing the whole, I was like one of the very first uh, generations of cheerleaders that did all that ridiculous uh, gymnastics. So it wasn't just cheerleading. Oh. It was, you know, hardcore go to the ESPN, you know, playoffs and all that stuff. Cheer off or yeah. whatever they called it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me. I, well, I, I, I can't go well, back okay, here. Well, I'm going to have PTSD right. right here on the podcast. <laughs> well, let me go all athlete on My you because I was a college now. athlete. <laughs> I'm with you, girl. I played volleyball in college, but in high school and growing up, I did play. I played basketball as well because back then we used to do all the sports. What? What? Um, yeah. What? <laughs> um, so I did play basketball and pivoting is really, really important because you have an opponent generally in basketball who is one on one, who is all up in your business, who is trying to steal. Hello. Oh, I see um, where you're going. Trying to, I'm tracking. Oh, I'm tracking. Yeah. Yeah, so, so if you're dribbling down the court, that, that opponent is right up in your business and he is he or she is trying to steal the ball from you and yep. trying to keep you from getting the ball and in trying to mess you up and keep you uh, ineffective. And oh, my word, is that going to preach right now? Hello. Because we have, uh, no, we have an opponent and, and, and he is trying to steal our ball. He is trying to steal our joy and all the blessings that the Lord has to us. And he's trying to steal our bravery, our mm-hmm. confidence, our mm-hmm. courage, our memory. Mm-hmm. of what God's truth says. Mm-hmm. And and what it requires in basketball is that you pivot away from the opponent toward your teammates. And so my word, I could just, wow. Wow. That could be a book. To, that I'm preach. telling you. I know that'll preach, but that's exactly it. So there's that pivot when we expand our heart, when we choose to not focus on the problem at hand or on even our feelings of failure or insecurity. If we have failures, which we do every day, then confess it. Yeah, And then the truth of the matter is, is if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and just to forgive our, sin, our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible tells us that he forgets it as far as the east is from the west. So rise back up. Yes. The Bible calls the Lord the lifter of our heads. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. This is who he is. Yes. It's not you have not done something to fall outside the scope of God being who God is. Mm. It's so good. It's That'll so good. Right well, there. and you can, and then you can turn that praise into a celebration because you're celebrating his strength instead of your own. Yes. And you're recognizing, Absolutely. oh my goodness, I just found the source and the source is Jesus. And that's where it, that's where it comes from. That's where it goes to. And we keep yeah. coming back to that place. I love, I, you know what? I'm not even a sports girl and I just digged your sports analogy. 
<laughs> well, it's going to end with this because we start with that. When your knees knock, you need to kneel. And so it starts with the, the K of knowing him and it starts and it ends with the L of learn the word. Preach it. Because first of all, if we don't know the word, how do we know him in the first place? Besides the what the spirit reveals. And I get that. And it's very, very legitimate. But we need to learn the word. How many churches are not using the word? We're using our feelings and our, you know, and our spirit. And this is how I feel about I'm like, oh, my word, like your emotions lie to you, honey. They lie to you. Honey. Mm -mm. It's so true. It's so true. You know, and so when we know the word, we we know the power that we stand upon. And I love, um, I think it's Ephesians 2.20 that says that when we are in Christ, that we become a member of his household and that household is built on the foundation of Jesus Christ and he is our cornerstone mm-hmm. and that is unshakable. Yes. And so if we're talking about how can we experience bravery and increasing courage, when our knees are knocking, it is it is to know him. It is to learn the word. And as we know, the word is Christ in John 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word mm-hmm. was with God. And and Jesus is, is the word. He it's, it's knowing the life, the hope we have in Christ, the grace that he extends, the truth that he speaks. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then just to live in the intersection of that grace and that truth. Whoa, pick up your sword, girl. Get onto the battlefield. Sure. I'm, I'm meet you there. <laughs> I'm, I'm all fired up now. You got off the bench. Wait, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> come on cheerleader I, I know i'm ca- hey man i'm coming my knees hurt i'm a little older now but you know what i'm getting out there <laughs> i'm with you i'm with you you are <laughs> such an encourager so i will i'm gonna actually take your little acronym and put it at the show notes today and also link back to uh i want it all that book's not two years now if you haven't read it you need to read it and then gwen you have at gwensmith.net forward slash graceology you have a new podcast of which i am coming on like pretty soon, right? I think so. You're going to be my next episode. Baby girl. I am excited. So yes, yes, yes. This is going to be so, so good. Yeah. So I want to direct yeah. people there. If you guys are encouraged by Gwen, and I know you are, uh, you're going to love her podcast. It's called Graceology with Gwen Smith, perfectly named for you uh, because of the way <laughs> that you see life through the lens of grace. And you guys can find that at gwensmith.net forward slash graceology. I know a bunch of you listening are in the shower right now. Don't worry. I will put it at the show notes. <laughs> Don't drive off the road. Uh, keep doing your dishes or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, and we will put all this stuff at the show notes today. Gwen Smith, my friend, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are a true gift. You're a blessing. And I'm so glad you've been here to celebrate launch week with me. I'm I'm so happy to have celebrated too. It was a blast. Thanks for having me, Heidi. You're very welcome. For more information about Gwen, you can go to her website, gwensmith.net. Hey, everybody, I'm going to be in Houston. Come on out and see me tomorrow, the 22nd of September at Katie's First. We're going to be talking about Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. Join me then. And for the rest of you, stick around and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.